0: episode of that's a wrap a raptors podcast made by fans for fans and we've made it game one game one game one and who's ready to overreact boys
1: (laughs) episode name let's overreact let's do
0: this (laughs) if we lost this game we would have lost the whole season we won this game we're taking the ship thank god we got the championship (laughs) let's overreact (laughs) i'm jay
2: uh, rosales i know we've got two J's on here but uh Welcome to the pod. Looking forward to talking about uh, the, the game just finished. The the first game of the season, Cleveland visiting Toronto. We're super excited to dive into this. Who else we got in this pod? Jay.
1: Go What's up, guys? You got Jay Lung here. Uh, let's overreact, guys. We got. I have the stats up. I have my fantasy league up. I've been waiting for this day for <laughs> God knows how long. Let's get this going. Let's get this rolling. We
0: finally got to the season opener. And this is Andreas. I don't have any stats. I don't have any anything. I just have the tears of watching Kawhi letter play such a, an amazing game. I know. It was like, amazing. It's okay. Let's all I like each It was like life-changing. <laughs> but every, enough of that. Let's go time, right into
1: it. Every time the, the season opener begins, it's, it's like fuzzy feelings inside, man. Like it doesn't matter. Of course it matters now because it's Kawhi Leonard. But every single year it just gets me. It gets me a little teary eye to see – the the fireworks and the introductions and the music and everything that they do on the court and the intro to the staff and intro to the players. It is just it it gets it gives you goosebumps, man. Yeah, whatever.
2: and I was uh I mean just a little bit of I mean I you too have the benefit of having watched it. I actually yes. did not see the intro. Uh, I was I was out with my daughter, so I still have to rewatch that and I know when I watch it I will definitely have goosebumps. But uh, how, yeah, how dare I guess you? my how question dare you, to you, I know, right? Is terrible. <laughs> choosing my daughter over the Ugh. Raptors, what the hell is that?
1: I have to so my this. question
2: to you guys, because I did not, have not seen it yet. Uh, again, we are recording this seconds after the final whistle. Raptors have won 116-104. Guys, what was that intro like? To, like, brief me in. Like, what what I missed? Like, how how was it?
1: It was kind of cool. They had like this choir going on um, on the court, singing. Ooh, I, I don't remember some sort of hip hop song, but it, I yeah. thought it was like a background track. But it was actually singers on the court, right? Am I wrong,
0: Nodjias? I believe so, because they were showing like the dance pack and like the actual players. So like they. they were, the parts that i noticed they weren't heavily focusing on the singers either so i was also under the impression that this was recorded and i was like oh no no there's people there because i only could tell because they were doing like overhead shots so yeah i know there was some sort of elaborate um organization of people going on on the court but i mean geez like I know it's it's like the opening the opening game, so they got to do this. But it's amazing when literally every player, even like the long right, who's like sitting out because he had like a like a twisted leg or something, is treated like a like a starter. It's amazing, <laughs> like it's so intense and just so in your face, and like the the fireworks going off, you can hear them. And the now titled Scotia Bank Arena. Um, uh, just a heads up for everybody: if we accidentally say they are Canada Center we said it, it's uh, not a mistake it's in our hearts <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no 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 yeah. <laughs> i
1: i'm
2: actually i'm actually an employee of scotia bank so uh, oh, i have okay. to say scotia bank arena so i am not a pro- I don't. <laughs> yeah, you, you two are good to make that mistake yeah. i'm not
1: <laughs> i used to be a rogers
0: employee and i still called called it Skydome. i didn't care <laughs> you gotta you gotta because it's like when you go to canada's wonderland and you know i hated you know when i would go there and it's like hey um where's uh where's top zone or where's drop zone do you mean flight deck and it's like no, <laughs> right, no or like or right. top gun where's top Or where's where's flight deck or it's like you know like i don't know what they call drop zone now and it's like don't be condescending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, yeah, nonetheless Scotia Bank Arena. I'll try my best to to be on top of that. Um, my my employees tangerine thank you. all over. Yes, there's tangerine logos all over as well. Like that's, that's so no me. no more BMO,
1: I guess. No, no, or it could be a it could be a Sportsnet TSN thing. Maybe TSN has tangerine and Sportsnet has BMO. Not sure. No, uh, um,
2: Scotia Scotia has uh, tangerine. So. Uh, that's that's definitely why.
1: I see. I see. I uh, gotcha. Okay. Well, n- enough the financials. But yeah, enough. Let's get to the game here. What's
2: in your The starting lineup. The starting lineup was a yes. relatively hot topic. Um, Very I, I'm, interesting. I'm gonna guess if that if the three of us made a prediction of the starting lineup, I don't think I would have arrived at who it actually was. Um, But what are your thoughts, guys? The starting lineup was Kyle Lowry, Danny Green at the, the guard spots. You have Leonard and Siakam. And at mm-hmm. the center, we got JV. So what are your thoughts, guys?
1: I was happy that JV was starting, to be honest. I yes. was a little afraid that JV was going to be slotted on the bench because of mashup issues. But I'm, I'm very happy that JV got the starting and is surprised yet... Um, optimistic that Pascal got the starting role as power forward instead of Serge Ibaka, which I understand that it's not going to be finalized. Like he's, This is not going to be the starting lineup forever. It, it's going to automatically change all the time. You're going to see Kyle. You're going to see Kawhi. I think those are the two locks, but everybody else... Those are the
2: only two locks. Right.
1: Everybody else mm-hmm. is going to change all the time. It's just as, as a home opener, as the starting for the first game, um, I, I feel like Nick Nurse kind of he, he knows on the back of his head, obviously, he who's going to be uh, in the starting up for the next game. But it depends on the matchup. And I think for this matchup, it Pascal was a good fit.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, I don't know if it's because they started or if they just had a good game. But all of the people that started had a really hot game. So it definitely created a presence at the start, especially when uh, Kawhi Leonard, his first official actual season game as a Raptor. When I say he started off a little bit rusty, barely, just barely a little bit rusty, like trying to go up for some shots. It just kind of wouldn't go in, you know, trying to find his footing, but obviously he ended up with a great game. We'll go into the stats in a second. But as a result, you had Lowry super duper on fire this game. Uh, Valanciunas, um Green was, was excellent this game. I thought he did an excellent job. And um, Siakam, like everybody showed up. And because the pieces were picked up, uh, Leonard was able to find his hot foot, and that was it. sayonara, just game over once. Once all of that worked out, because some of our bench mob was a little bit off, uh, despite the best effort. Some sometimes they're on, sometimes a little bit off. But this core that we had, the starters, excellent. Throughout the entire game. Yeah. I not, don't think I had many quips about them.
1: Not only that, but at the entire starting lineup was in the positive side. So you got Quiet plus yep. 13, Pascal plus 11, Jonas plus 13, Danny plus 15, Kyle plus 12. Like it was all around that starting lineup did amazing. And you're right, Andreas, like the bench mob wasn't, uh, the bench mob of, of that we're used to. I think it's Mm -hmm. because Pascal was in the starting lineup. Um, but I mean, he did only have 20 minutes and I think the person who struggled the most was Serge Ibaka. He had a lot more minutes Mm -hmm. coming off the bench. He had 27 minutes coming off the bench, but I don't know. He, he just didn't look right with a shot. Um, he wasn't getting a a lot of rebounds like he is only nine and seven in 27 minutes like it's it's a little rough but uh again like you said even if we have one person struggling we have the entire team that can lift we're so deep yeah we are so deep so in those five minutes where Kawhi was struggling for like to get those jitters out i mean like you said kyle lowry was on fuego
2: well, before, before we step into Lowry, I will say, I just want to jump in really quickly on, uh, so post-game co- press conference is already happening, um, and Nick Nurse is just, um, I guess, justifying why he was playing Ibaka for that closing lineup. Um, despite the fact that his, his shooting was, was poor, uh, his decision was based off of the fact that Tristan Thompson uh, was not out there, for for jv so he didn't want loves threes and closing the gap so that's part of his reasoning there and i and i see why but again it's it's to you guys earlier point about well the shooting wasn't really there i mean the defense was definitely there but um i wasn't uh you know it it was it was at that point where when he's lining up to shoot you're kind of cringing just a little bit yeah um and that last when he finally hit that that first bucket the three-pointer you know, you, you could almost feel the entire arena have like a sigh of relief. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's. I, I agree that he was probably our 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 worst player. But uh, but back to what you guys were saying, like Lowry was just incredible.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to bring up one thing quickly about Ibaka. Um, at least he had a couple of very vital blocks, which that's true. I yeah, definitely were game-changing because they weren't just blocks they were vicious and the kind that kind of woke us up as well when we were in a bit of a slump but having said that uh somebody who didn't have a slump the entire game and it's like one of the best performances i've seen of his in a really long time yeah the man kyle lowry 27 points now, one rebound but eight assists but it was all about them threes. How many did he get like four, five, five out
2: of six five out of jesus six jesus
0: christ he's he was crazy yeah, and he, he was, was shooting possible. them deep, too. Like, he was shooting them, like, 10 feet behind the arc at some points.
2: And and the 27 points were only on 12 attempts. Jeez. That's, he was just – he <laughs> had great control of the game. Um, and, you know, if we look at who had the most field goal attempts, um, Kyle uh, – sorry, Kawhi Leonard had 22. The next closest is Lowry at 12. So it's obvious that they're trying to, uh, you know – Give Kawhi, you know, the lion's share of the shots, yep. um, and Lowry is, is not going to argue with that because he's super efficient, and we saw that tonight. Um, one missed three, one missed uh, a layup attempt that I think he thought was a foul, which he always will think. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, just to reiterate what you guys already mentioned earlier is that the the plus minus uh, seeing those double digits for each of our starters, as opposed to what we're we've been used to for all of the DeRozan years, and I guess the timing is at what? Uh, we're at seven, eight minutes, and we have our first DeRozan mention. Um, <laughs> but th- during the DeRozan years, uh, it, was, it was the opposite, right? It was our bench that was keeping us up, and our starters were you know, uh, either playing it even or a bit of a minus. So, uh, great first sign. Um, if I could throw in a couple of addi- additional stats. Uh, quick comparison to how the Raptors did Last year, um, the Raptors were one of the best in the league in limiting turnovers, like their own turnovers. They averaged, uh, they were number six in the NBA last year, averaging uh, a very small number of 13.4 turnovers. Tonight, there was 11, I guess you can say 10 if you don't count that, you know, that, that where they just dribbled out the clock at the end. Um, Also, uh, as you guys were mentioning about Ibaka, he had three blocks. So did, um, actually, Danny Green had two blocks. Lowry even had a block. Siakam had a block. So as a team, they had seven blocks, and that's um, just above their season average last year. Last year, they had 6.1, which was second in the NBA. So they had seven today, another good sign. Um, and the last stat I was looking up, uh, which I wanted to, because, you know, as you guys were saying, there was a bit of a time in the beginning where they were struggling a bit. Um, I wanted to see how their field goal percentage looked, and it was great. Um, last year, there were sixth in the league with 47.2% field goal percentage. Tonight, almost 50%. It was great. Um, one area that we did struggle in last year was our uh, three-point percentage. And tonight, I mean, the, sorry, the league leader last year was Golden State, no surprise, as a team, they averaged 39% from three last year. The Raptors tonight, 42.4. So amazing numbers across the board.
1: Nice. Improvements all around. Yeah, so I would say, uh, I don't know if you guys would disagree with me, but MVP of today's game, Kyle Lowry?
0: Um, if there was a close contender, I would say Kawhi, but Kyle Lowry was the human torch.
2: Yeah, I'm going to agree. I am agree. I, I'm definitely agreeing with you. I mean... Uh, he was a leader on both ends of the floor, and uh, yeah, I, I there, there's nothing more I can add to this. I mean, super efficient. I liked the, if, if there's something about Kawhi Leonard's game that I liked is that you saw a bunch of glimpses of the 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 2016-17 the Kawhi that we were all hoping we would receive. Um, there were also signs of rustiness, which is again even more encouraging because if you think about. You know, his stat line of 24 and 13, um, and by his standards, a fairly poor shooting night, going 9 for 22, um, that's great because we still know that he is capable of doing better. Um, I think I mentioned this in one of our previous pods, but he is one of the few NBA players in history to have more steals than personal fouls. And so tonight was a bit that that came out a little bit in terms of his rustiness. He had three personal fouls uh, and zero steals. So uh, you know that that's a part of his game that he'll clean up a bit. So all in all, I mean, I, I don't think we could have asked for... Uh, I mean, if, if I'm, I'm going to nitpick about things I would have hoped for out of this game is I would have hoped that um, it would have been a bit more of a blowout because uh, then we can start to rest our guys a bit because uh, if, mm. if we're looking at the amount of minutes played, I mean, Leonard had 37 lowry had 36 uh that's a bit more than i'd like to see and i'm pretty sure nick nurse doesn't want to be playing his guys for those types of minutes um no one was averaging those kinds of minutes last year so uh again i'm just nitpicking at this point
1: yeah but i also think that uh not having the long right is in full yeah. effect too uh i think the long right takes a lot of pressure off both kyle and fred uh not yep. only for um you know, a ball handler, but also he can score, and he's very crafty, and in those cases, Kyle can kind of spot up, shoot in the corner, and um, I'm very intrigued to see how Kawhi Leonard and long Wright play together. I'm not too sure how long they'll play together, to be honest, but when they do, those glimpses of maybe like five to ten minutes they play together, I feel like that would be very intriguing, um, but yeah, I agree with the Kyle Lowry as the star player, as the MVP player for today, um, but the intru- the I'm very impressed by how Kawhi Leonard played. As expected, he was going to. There's going to be a lot of rust uh, to be shaken off. I mean, playing uh, against your teammates in practice and playing um, summer league games is not the same as a full full edged NBA game, it's not, it, and so to get those jitters out, those first five minutes were a little, well, were, were a little scary. But if you guys, if I don't know if you guys watched the Boston versus Philly game yesterday, there was this. Mm. The first two minutes was, was ass, like it was complete <laughs> horse, like oh my good Christ, and and so the fact that Kawhi Leonard only took about five minutes to get, to get accumulated with you know, a real gameplay and what. What I really like, the one stat that I really enjoyed is his 12 rebounds. And that's yes. tied with Jonas Valanciunas for the yes. top of the team. And I, I was watching the game with my wife, and, and she, she doesn't watch as many, much basketball games, but she, she even she can tell the difference between having DeMar on and having Kawhi on. So DeMar, yep. there were a lot of times where DeMar probably would have pulled up and probably shot a contested shot and probably would have made it. Right, he probably would have made or scored 32 in the first game, but he wouldn't have gotten 12 points, uh, 12 rebounds, and he, she could tell the difference between seeing only Demar playing on offense, where Kawhi is kind of everywhere on both ends of the floor. So there's a really big difference between this team and the last, I guess, five years.
0: Yeah, I might
2: add that that's a good reason why you put a, a ring on that finger.
1: Well done, sir.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. Agreed. I, I'm next. Uh, I'll try and make it fast with the whole putting the ring on. But, um, yeah, let's get on this, yeah, mean, man. I'm the only one. I, I'm only dating. I'm not married yet. I'm such a <laughs> letdown, you guys. But um, no, uh, I don't know about you guys, and it wasn't just the, the rebound presence or anything like that, but it probably was one of the most secure feeling Raptors games I've ever had because... There's always going to be ebbs and flows in games. It's a a complete blowout. It just doesn't happen in basketball. That's why the game's not over until like the last 30 seconds. I mean, if you're up by 10 and there's a minute left, that doesn't mean anything in the NBA. But um, there's always going to be ebbs and flows. Having said that, in Raptors history past, it can be a little bit scary because if our shots aren't hitting or – there's just an unstoppable force that we just cannot, for some reason, slow down. It's a little scary. But tonight's game, I felt a little bit more secure because I felt, even though we've had a good defensive presence before, it was almost like I felt safe. Like,
2: and I'm so glad you bring that up because there was this one sequence in the fourth quarter yes. that, that I think uh, it, it won't still show up in the stat sheets, but there was, uh, it was about four minutes left. And, you know, Cleveland, they, they fought till the very end. And there was, they were, they had found, uh, I think there was a screen and they were swinging the ball and it eventually got to Kevin Love in the corner and he was wide open for a three. Yeah. And typically you'd expect corner three, three point shooter. He's going for it. And he was lining up to shoot. And at the last second he stopped. Why? Cause Kawhi Leonard was charging at him, running yeah. straight at him. And if, that's the kind of fear that you're able to instill. No one else can do that, by the way, on the Raptors. If you look yeah. at any, any Raptor in in the franchise's history, they someone is making, taking that shot. Kevin Love is taking that shot. But Kawhi Leonard, all of a sudden, you see him charging at you, he did not shoot. And then, uh, continue the play, he ends up driving, and uh, I believe it was, uh, the the play ended with, a block by Danny Green. So there, you see in that one sequence, the impact, the defensive impact of our two newest two newest additions. And uh, yeah, I again another reason why we're we're just this is just the tip of the iceberg right now, guys. Yeah,
0: And absolutely. that's why. Like it, that that one play you talked about. That's that's one of many. Like there are so many instances where uh, you know somebody goes up for a shot, and even though Kawhi it was too late or shot missed or whatever his arms were up and it's like yes like this is the kind of dependability i was always waiting for with the raptors because so many of our games like our close calls those little margins of error could have been corrected with with this kind of intensity and as you said i can't under i can't think or recall anybody on the raptors who was like a literal raptor like instilled fear <laughs> in the other player to the point where it's like oh god i'm going to mess up a shot and like Tyron Lue at one point was like sitting wiping his brow like okay like i don't know if they expected to clean our clocks because LeBron's gone or whatever or if they you know going to try their best with their team with you know who's going to be a new leadership who's going to take on the leadership role on the team You know, they've got to figure it out themselves. But when Tyron Liu was like, you know, usually kind of like a stoic, you know, keeps this cool or whatever. It to some extent anyways, looks like he's panicking. It's like, well, this is not usually the reaction people have with the Raptors. And that felt good. I don't know about you guys. That felt so good. And you know what the funny thing is about Kawhi and how you say that he
1: just had his hands up. That's just straight fundamentals. You know, exactly. how, how often do you see defensive players have their hands up anymore? Like, it, it's so crazy to see Kawhi Leonard um, doing all these fundamental plays, keeping his uh, hands up on defense and going after his own rebounds, even if he knows that it was a good shot. Like these are just fundamental plays that he probably took uh, his experience from San Antonio, and it's it's just it's just crazy how these small things that you should have been taught when you were a kid while playing basketball, uh, but no one does that anymore. And then so when you have someone so as smart as Kawhi, all he's doing is just doing fundamentals.
2: Yeah, Nick Nurse talked about that uh, a couple days ago. How that's what he wants from his defense. He wants more uh, swiping at the ball, uh, very active hands. So yeah, it it adds credibility to what you guys are saying. It's a, and we're seeing that already. Uh, so uh, again, another exciting aspect to look out for is is the number of because look look at look at the guys like the wingspan of these guys. It's incredible, right? Wingspan. Um, <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. Um, you know, with if you think about. Um, Ah, uh, OG and Kawhi, and the return of DeLon. Just those three. I'm just picking three random names, by the way. Just imagine those three and their ability to, you know, disrupt an offense with their their wingspan and their um, their quick hands. I mean, it's um, yeah, it's 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 great to see. We've spoken a lot about you know the things that we liked and didn't like or whatever. But if you guys had one specific Moment, highlight, whatever that you thought stood out. Uh, what would that be?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a tough one because I liked a lot of what I was seeing. Um...
2: Uh, okay, then I, I guess I'll start then. Yes. I think that that thank you, <laughs> Kawhi. That Kawhi. Uh, there, it was early in the second half when uh, loose ball ended up in Kawhi's hand. He just jammed it down with authority. I don't know who he jammed it on, but that was almost. It felt like. An exclamation point! I know it was only like one minute into the third quarter, but it it felt like one of those "I'm here" moments. You know, like yeah. this is real. Like this is me. You know, stamping my 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 presence onto this this franchise. Like that had a little bit of extra oomph in the slam. So that for me was was the most memorable moment.
0: I might have to agree with you then. Uh... Because now that you've brought that one up, I think that one resonated with me the most for a little bit of a different reason. And this is one reason why I love Kawhi Leonard. And players like him are the best, like Kevin Durant, LeBron James. They're all fundamentals. Yes, they can be flashy when they need to be, but they're all fundamentals. What did he do? He picked up the ball, got it to the net. Yes, he slammed it, but it wasn't to show off. It was because it's literally what he had to do. And it it just felt so good because it was... With authority, as they would say in NBA Jam or you know one of those games back in the day, (laughs) Uh, with authority, um, he's on fire.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that game, man! Yeah,
0: it was loud; you could hear it. But at the same time, it was necessary. It was perfect because it was him getting the ball, putting it in fundamentals. It was a great sign of things to come. I think we're gushing so much because no disrespect, we've had a lot of great players, but we've never had a smart superstar that just has all of these qualifications and the know-how, but also has the bare basics to fall back on when his three-point shots aren't landing or he's having a bit of an off game. He just at least knows how to at least do something. Like, I don't feel like this guy's going to freeze. What about you, Jason? Like, was that your favorite? Do you have a different one?
1: Uh, No, I'm going to go with uh, JV's pass to... Oh yes. That that little yes. uh, sneaky behind the back pass to OG in the baseline, oh, yes. that was that, that was, was incredible. Sweet. So, the reason why I bring that up is because when Danny Green um said that he was the most uh, excited to play with JV and it was because of his a uh, big man who passes, I feel like we take for granted how well yeah. JV passes because we've seen him his entire career. And and you know what? He is a pretty damn good passer. And when he passed it down to OG, it kind of solidified that for me. So, um, no, it wasn't Kawhi. It wasn't Kyle. It was that, it was that you know, one-two punch of jo- uh, Jonas and OG.
2: Yeah, and that whole sequence, like, even leading up to that was great. The, the ball movement and uh, everything leading up to even, even that, and then OG had, had thrown it down to, to JV in the post. And, yeah, to your point, he's, he's a great passer even in those tight spots, right? So I don't know how he thread the needle in that one. Um, but definitely validated what, uh, what what Danny Green has already known.
0: Yeah, to wrap things up quickly, uh, let's quickly look at some games that have happened tonight and what's going to be happening later on. So tonight we have um, the first win of our former coach uh, as a Detroit coach now. Uh, 103 Detroit, uh, Brooklyn is 100. So well done, Dwayne Casey. Uh, you've done super well. And looking at our other... Yes, uh, our other former Raptor alumni, um, DeRozan and Pirtle, uh, San Antonio Spurs game still going on, 108-105 against the Timberwolves. But uh, as for games that are actually completed, uh, Grizzlies got their clocks cleaned by the Pacers, 111-83, which is sadly kind of expected as a Grizzlies fan. Uh, New York beat Atlanta, 126-107. Charlotte... Uh, narrowly lost to um, Antetokounmpo's triple-double with 113-112. But this one is interesting, and it's kind of against what a lot of people would have expected. The Pelicans absolutely murked the Rockets, 131-112.
2: In Houston.
0: In Houston. That's... Absolutely destroyed them.
2: <laughs> Anthony Davis officially, his MVP... Uh... Sees it has officially gotten to an amazing start.
0: His two K ratings going up right away. <laughs> oh yeah!
2: <laughs> and actually, before you you continue, a quick note on the Knicks Hawks games because I know no one's going to talk about the Knicks Hawks game. Yes, it's something that's kind of floating around uh, Instagram right now is that the Knicks started the game missing their first nine shots, took a timeout, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. not 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 a real surprise here, um, but during the timeout. Uh, there was a competition. Uh, some guy was shooting to win whatever, and he actually hit a half-court shot to win ten thousand dollars. And the nice. running joke is: so the first person to hit a basket on
0: <laughs> is not even a Nick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the first
0: so, wait, both teams were missing.
2: No, no, no. Uh, like what I think the Hawks nice. were the Hawks were up like eight nothing or something
1: like that. But
2: yeah, yeah. Nick's missed their first nine shots, and a fan <laughs> hits the first basket on that end of the court. It was great.
1: So the first basket for the Knicks cost him ten grand. Pretty
0: much, <laughs> and it wasn't even a nick.
1: Yeah, it wasn't even a nick. Ended up him.
0: winning. At least they ended up winning. But then you have uh, Vince Carter, um, Raptor alumni, with uh, twelve. That's not it's bad. Still got
2: it for like the ninth guy off the bench or whatever. Uh, sorry, I gotta qu- I quickly jump in because uh, yes. I'm currently watching the Spurs-T-Wolves game, uh, and it is fantastic. Exactly. Uh, it was, uh, so Timberwolves were down by seven, battled back to tie it up, uh, for some reason that's being led by Derrick Rose. Um, <laughs> they tied it up. Jimmy Butler hits this clutch three over Aldridge and with 32 seconds left, who do you think just put the Spurs up by two? DeRozan. Uh-huh. There it's, it. uh, it's, it's quite a sight to see. It's really weird. Yeah, he just well, drove to, right into Butler. He drove right into Butler his, and got that deuce.
0: You got to give us those highlights uh, once we get through our uh, our schedule. So, what what are our next games looking like? A uh, little treacherous territory. Why don't you why don't you take us through them?
2: Oh boy. Okay. So, uh, also, I'm gonna take this chance to uh, plug my latest article on Raptors HQ. Um, so every Monday, look out for for my post. It'll usually come out Monday morning, where I preview. All of the Raptors games for that week, so from Monday until Sunday. So, in my my most recent article, I previewed these three games as well as a, a quick prediction. Um, not too far off on this prediction. I had the Raptors beating the Cavs one twelve ninety nine, so it was not that far off. Hmm. Um, so, I shouldn't brag about that because my next prediction is on Friday, where I have Boston beating Toronto.
1: Uh
2: <laughs> Oh, the, the comments the comments section weren't really nice to me there um but yeah that's <laughs> that was all that's... me
1: really with uh, a lot of burner <laughs> it's <laughs> you uh... were to the yeah host. i came under- <laughs> 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 pretty much <laughs> yeah it's
2: uh it's it wasn't a, a a great prediction to make i don't i don't really love it but like at the same time i'm thinking my thought process was simply that uh either, either Nick Nurse has been very vocal about you know he's going to try out different lineups, and uh, I'm, I could see a scenario in which okay the the lineup doesn't necessarily work, but the team like let's say Cleveland, if we had the wrong lineups out there, uh, we won't get punished as badly. Whereas you you let your foot off the gas just a tad bit against a team like the Celtics, and that's all they'll need to get what they need, which is like. A small lead, and they can hold on to that. You know, they were one stat that I threw out there was that they were number one in opponent three-point field goal percentage, and that's an area where the Raptors uh, struggle in. So um, I'm just predicting, and then again, this is only the second game of the season. Let's not overreact. Um, but yeah, uh, I have I have us losing that game again. We'll take it as however you like, um, and then right after that, back to back, we're flying to Washington to face. Dwight Howard's Washington Wizards.
0: <laughs> well, he, he's been doing all right. He's been doing all right. But uh we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Celtics are a little bit scary because of the first game they had against the 76ers. Um Kyrie Irving had, you know, like I think it was like seven points. Uh Gordon Hayward had like around ten, I think. They Adam were both rusty.
2: Like, yeah, they oh yeah, were both they, they both were definitely like, rusty.
0: Close to thirty points. Jeez, they have options. They have a lot of options. It's a little scary.
1: Yeah, they look. They look pretty damn scary. But that's that doesn't make me not want to face him. That's for sure. So let's bring on Friday, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, and I, again, I, I, I know that I predicted a loss. But just imagine this, like what what Boston has to face when they're facing us, right? You have, uh, like Irving wanting to do a high screen and roll with Hayward, and then all of a sudden he's met with Kawhi. You think he wants that screen anymore? Or how about um, their two best defenders, I would say, their wing defenders are Tatum and Brown. And they are on defense, and all of a sudden it is Kyle Lowry getting around Irving's poor defense, which is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Tatum and Brown cannot help, because then that leaves someone like O.G., or Miles or Kawhi open in the corner for three, so Boston is at a disadvantage when we're on offense. They're not necessarily at an advantage when they're on defense. Or sorry, on offense. So like, there's there's a lot there to like in this matchup. It's it's going to be so amazing to watch, um, and I, I honestly can't wait. And I, I honestly really hope that I'm wrong in my prediction. Oh, I need to. I need to put. Uh, I need to put Jay on the spot right now. Uh, What's that? I know you've uh, you have you have mentioned a couple times about your your fantasy team. Do you have any current or ex Raptors on your team?
1: I do. I have Jv Ooh. on both of my teams, and nice. I have a Kawhi Leonard as well on one of them. But right now, I am getting smoked.
2: Hey, it's Absol- only <laughs> the second day. It's true. You're it's all true. right.
1: <laughs> I'm it getting could be
0: the Houston Rockets.
1: I'm getting oh, so much bored right now, but that's okay. It's only the first two days. You never know. Thaddeus Young might, you know, show up next time. Well,
0: <laughs> it's the first two days, but for the rest of the days, uh, where can we find you, uh, Jason?
1: Uh, you can find me at uh, Jay Lung um, on Twitter. You can find us uh, at That's a Rap Podcast on Twitter. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, Stitcher, what else we got? Everywhere, basically anywhere you can find your podcast. So make sure you make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you leave comments, reviews. Uh, it really helps us, you know, get more traction, get more audience, get more listeners, and get more get more people engaged. Uh, because you know, it's this raps team is going to go to the finals. I'm calling you right now.
2: Nice, nice. I love that because that's exactly what I was going to say. So I ain't going <laughs> to say it anymore. Uh, Yeah, you can catch me uh, on Raptors HQ. Uh, And just a quick clarification on uh, the Twitter handle. It's actually That's A Rap Pod, um, not podcast. And uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Rosalesaurus, like my last name, or Rosales with an oris. No, that doesn't make sense. R-O-S-A-L-E-S, A-U-R-U-S. But yeah, like I said, catch me every Monday on Raptors HQ with my weekly column. Um, also every now and then I'll be taking part in their uh, round table, which I can't wait to take part in because we've got a lot to talk about this season uh, specifically you know the Raptors road to the finals
0: yeah and you can find me at Andreas Babs and I really hope we make the finals and I hope we win because if we do it'll be Detrimental and embarrassing to the entire league if they lose to CJ's PJ's, the new GoDaddy <laughs> nice. website. Um, I'm so
2: uh, glad you fit that already in.
0: <laughs> already ordered. I, I six have of to. Like, the fact that we're going to have to put up with this commercial with the the incense candles and the sheep for 82 days, if the, no longer, because there's days in between and the playoffs. CJ's PJ's.
2: <laughs> and on that note, I guess. And that's a wrap. And thanks for joining us, guys. All right. Talk to you guys later.
0: Peace.